Let's open our Bibles to a few scriptures tonight. One is Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verse 4. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. Hallelujah. In the same scripture, verse 8 also. A time to love and a time to hate. A time of war and a time of peace. Hallelujah. One more scripture. John chapter 15, verses 11 to 12. John chapter 15, verses 11 to 12. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Hallelujah. AMPC says, I've told you these things that my joy and delight may be in you. That your joy and gladness may be full measure and complete and overflowing. This is my commandment that you love one another just as I've loved you. Tonight, the word God has put into my heart is love to laugh. Open your mouth and say love. To laugh. to laugh. Pastor said, this is the year of joy. This is the year of laughter. How many of you believed it? Hallelujah. How many of you received it? How many of you are walking in it? Hallelujah. You can just, hallelujah, have a smile looking at the camera and just activate that joy because there is such presence of God flowing into your homes. Hallelujah. From this side to that side. Amen. For you to flow in that joy. For you to have a life of laughter, the Bible will hear it saying, you have to love one another. Love to love. Only if there is God's love overflowing from the inside of you, that you will have stories to laugh about at the end of the year. God is printing some books with your testimonies in it. God is printing some books with your stories of laughter in it. But it is your responsibility that you have to walk in love as Christ has loved you. Love to love. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes, there is a time for joy. This is the time the man of God has declared. This is the time to rejoice in the Lord. But soon after that he says, but there is also a time to love. So the time of joy has to arrive on the doorsteps of your life. Come on. You have to learn to love. You have to walk in the love of God. You have to fulfill your heart with God's love. In John 15, one of the most important chapters in the Bible. Speaking about the wine and the branch and the God is saying, I want you to be joy and overflowing. AMPC said, your joy and gladness full measure and complete and overflowing. And immediately says, this is my commandment. To love one another as Christ has loved you. So you need to have stories of joy and laughter. What do you have to have? The love of God. Joy and love go together. Everybody said joy and love goes together. Joy and love goes together. I know that you have read Romans 8.28. Some of you have religious folks. Church folks have learned that by heart. God worketh all things for the good for those who love him and call according to his person. If So if you love him, all things are going to work for your good. Good things, things that causes you to rejoice. Come on. It might be a good home. It might be a good wife. It might be a good inheritance. Hallelujah. It might be a good opportunity. It might be a good job opportunity. It might be a good nation. It might be a good friend. All these things are going to come when you love God. Hallelujah. He's called you according to his purpose. Oh, lift your hands and say, hallelujah. I want to love him. Love and joy. Love and good things goes together love to love it's the time to love friday i told you that this is a time for you to be in demand february the second month your names are going to be written in the i remembered the book of life also remembered on earth people have forgotten your name you're going to be registered. Your name is going to come into the open, into the registry. Heaven's registry is going to open and earth is going to listen to it. Come on. Hallelujah. God said, behold, this is my beloved son who am well pleased. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There goes to be a demand. But who are going to be in demand? People who love. By this, 
that they will know that you are John 13 says by this that you will know that you are my disciples that you love one another people who are in demand in the world or in the church are the people who love with the unconditional love of Jesus Christ hallelujah everybody love certain people love with a hook that's called eros you you love one another I love freedom hallelujah because I have an eye onto his watch so I'm loving him start thinking that after the service he will give that watch as an offering to me This side I don't love that much because I don't want their nail polish. I I don't I don't want that. So this there's there's a hook. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the same me is showing a little more love to him and a little less because I don't want anything from this side. That's called heroes. But then there is a season. I don't want. I got the watch. I don't need him anymore. That I come this side because I need to do the service. I need Feba's fingers to be on this keyboard. So I suddenly call her, I send me messenger, five hearts. Five. You're the most important people in the church history. See, that's heroes. Is that the way that we've learned to live our lives even inside the church? The convenience, love for opportunists, convenience. We are missing our destiny. People who really love, genuinely when the love of God begins to flow, we will be in demand. When you learn to rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep, you'll be in demand. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of... Other day, you know, I was really touched. You know, sometimes you can learn from your spouse. Other day, Abraham's teacher was... uh, you know, hit by a bike and she was inside the home and, you know, Dipti got to know that she's not well and she, you know, by the grace of God, something inspired her to send food for that, that family. And Dipti was more in demand in that home than a pastor. Because you love somebody, you take care of that need. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter who or your title, what you tag. You reach out to people in love. With the God's love then you will be in demand it's time to love look at two people and say time to love you know sometimes the atheists put down God so much you know but the atheists are not in demand God is in demand come on because God so loved the world that he sent his only son atheists can say what they want but how many of you know I've gone to views you know, so other day one of my cousin brothers said, you know, I'm an atheist and, you know, he shot a, 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 a video to me. You know what I'm saying? I shot back another video that's saying, I became from an atheist to the one who believes in God. Who had 9 lakh views. Coming out of atheism with more attention, more demand than the one who does not have answers. As a matter of fact, somebody spoke about the atheist. The, what is atheism? The belief that there was nothing and nothing hampered to nothing and then nothing magically exploded for no reason creating everything and then a bunch of everything magically rearranged itself for no reason whatsoever into self-replicating bits which turned into dinosaurs. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. That's what atheism is all about. God is in demand. Jesus is in demand because he laid his life for the church, for God, for the world. Not for the church, but for the world. That's why 2,000 years later, people have tried to destroy Bible. People have tried to put Christianity out of countries. And still the Bible is relevant across the nations of the world. Into small homes to the palaces because he is alive and he came to love. He came to forgive. Hallelujah. I heard about this kindergarten teacher. She was walking around the classroom with her students drew pictures and she noticed this one little girl drawing so intently and she asked what was she drawing and the little princess said she was drawing the picture of God. 
And the teacher kind of laughed and she said, Honey, nobody really knows what God looks like. And the little girl, without missing his, you know, a bit, said, They will know it in the minute. They will in a minute. They will in a minute. It takes only one minute to know what God looks like. John 3.16 says, God so loved us because he shared his only son. He gave his only son that whoever believeth in him shall never perish but have eternal life. God gave us. He gave his best. He gave his darling of heaven. He loved us in a way that we will look him once and we will cannot. Somebody who has ever seen the face of God cannot just leave. Something that is attracting me. It's like a magnet that is attracting me. Every time I'm trying to pull away from him, I'm pulled to him, towards him. There is a kind of love that is attracting me. When my, hallelujah, fallings and sins are, hallelujah, making me worse. There is something that calling me and said, I still love you. I love you with an everlasting love. A magnetic kind of love. God's love. Transformed from Saul into a Paul, uh, a terrorist. A religious nut can be transformed into Paul, the apostle of God. When nobody could penetrate certain hearts, there are certain families, nobody could penetrate their hearts, their hearts are so hard. Paul came from such a family. He was Saul. He was Pharisee of Pharisees. Taught under Gamaliel. Proud man. But the hardest of hearts is a love that goes inside and make it soft. I'm speaking about a soft making love. Hallelujah. A hard heartedness be turned into something very soft, pliable. Hallelujah. Glory to God. It is, can be done only the love of God. Even tonight, certain hardness of hearts and cultures that have entered into your family, your generation, be broken over the name of the Lord. I command the curse of hard heartedness to be broken. May the love of God fill your hearts tonight in the name of Jesus. Sometimes it's not their fault. They get into a culture like that. I've seen in many parts of India, you know, since many kind of people come into this church. Sarathai says, guy's nice, but he's hard-hearted. He's a nut to break. Lord said, look at his culture. He comes from that culture. Or he comes from that family. Look at parents. Their heart nuts to crack. But there is a love that breaks all nuts. (laughs) Praise God. (laughs) Hallelujah. Glory to God. Have you seen those olden days we used to have nutties? You know, say it's nut inside. Come on, sir. There is a beautiful coating, some of you. Chocolate coating, but inside you're a nut. Come on. From outside, you say, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. But inside, when you say something, hmm. But thank God. Hallelujah. It's time to be real with God. This is a real message. Hallelujah. I'm speaking as raw as as possible. Because when you speak about love, you cannot fake it. You have to speak it as raw as possible. Because you are dealing with raw people. Hallelujah. Raw situations. Hallelujah. With needs. Hallelujah. An ounce of God's love to fall into that heart. If you love, there is a joy. For the joy that was set before him, Jesus endured the cross. Hallelujah. He had joy to run his race. You know why? Because the love of God was inside. Love and joy all together. You want to run that race with joy? You need to have the love of God. Hallelujah. Love to laugh. Love to rejoice. God loved us. And he shared nature with us. In Genesis 1, the Bible says, we are made in his image and likeness of God. Nobody shares a treasured possessions or secrets to any random person. God shared his image to us because we were precious to him. He only shares with people who are very close and dear and precious to them. He shared that image to love because we were precious to him. He just did not love us because... and 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 left us there no no he not only make us to be a receiver but a distributor because we are created in his image and likeness everybody say we have the same image of Jesus that's why in you know sometimes we speak about increase one of the things to increase in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3 
and verse 12 the bible says and the lord make you to increase and abound in love toward one another and toward all men not only one another isn't it amazing that the love of god's not just for the church but all men people who are rude people who are hurt people who are white people who are black people who are rich people who are poor people who understand you people who don't understand you people who mess with you people who put you down people who belittle you you have to love all of them wow increase in love bible says in the last days the love of the people will grow cold not only for jesus but for one another people will become unserious i like pastor few months back said people become unserious about walking with god they're just playing a spiritual game but tonight loving god is about your walk serious deuteronomy 28 if you carefully hearken to the word of god and listen to him these blessings shall overtake you my always you know when i do a meeting i ask people you know i was telling people to come close and sit close to me because we want to be careful in what we do we have to careful usher the ministry and the presence of god we don't want a noise on that corner a swiggy coming from that side and children crying this side no 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 we want to be carefully listen to what god is saying and then the blessings come on not only come to you but overtake you i pray 2022 be fed february it will not just come with you it will overtake you in the name of the lord but we have to be serious with god we have to carefully listen to what god is saying you worship him despite of your experiences hallelujah and then you really love him Don't bluff ourselves that we are following the Lord. You can bluff people around you, but tonight may the light of God reveal your heart to show how much you are loving him, how much you are reciprocating to the love that you received. Is your beginning is your walk with God now better than the beginning that shows that you have come a long way? or is it worse than how it started that means that we are not serious with god you have to ask the lord increase lord increase my love for you increase my love for one another that is the key that you are walking in a mature christian walk oh come on tabaragadagamana sambharadara udavalagadagavara santhara jurandara badagavara santoriyadara hallelujah paul is praying that you might abound in love This is my earnest prayer for the church that everybody you will love for Jesus will increase and not grow cold. What does that word increase means? What does that mean stepping into your increase? Pastor shared a few weeks or a few months back. What does word increase means? To be greater in size or in amount. Increase speaks about growth. Increase means you're growing. Increase means raise your bar. Increase also means enlargement, expansion, extension. That's why even in our unfaithfulness hallelujah corona did not kill us because God has extended our lives come on hallelujah increase hallelujah he has extended our lives devil said you are finished but God has increased doctor gave you a bad report hallelujah but how many of you will say but God will extend my life oh raba baba shandala in hosea 13 14 i told you wow one of the things of the redemption of the lord he said he will redeem you hallelujah even death will vomit hallelujah pray i will ransom you from the power of the grave i will redeem from the death or death i will give you plagues god is saying i'm against you death i will give you plagues come on i will send you to your place i will put an end to the death in the name of the lord let the end be put to oh an end in the name of the lord in the name of the lord in the church hallelujah in the city i decree that there be an end hallelujah to the death in the name of the lord the people rise up people grow up into life and long life oh to see the salvation of the lord jesus christ there is an anointing flowing claim it for your family for your parents for your loved ones for your pastor whoever hallelujah put your hands together tonight receive it tonight may the life of a lasting flow tonight over your homes over your situations if you believe it oh put your hands together tonight hallelujah glory to god 
Blessed be the name of the Lord. Extension. Increase means multiplication, elevation, swelling, inflation, additions, increment. Some of increments are coming. Somebody other day said, I got how, how much increment you got? Because you hand to oh, 135 percent. Praise God. Bonus 135 percent. Not bad, huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Bible says in the last days, the love becomes cold. Jesus said your enemies will be in your own household. Can you imagine? Household wickedness. Why? Because the love is growing cold. It's worse than that Jesus said in Revelation 3, you will either be cold or hot, lukewarm. Nobody likes to drink a lukewarm coffee, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus said, I mean, if you guys are like that, I cannot take you to another place. I cannot reveal certain things to you. I have to do. He said, I'll spit you out. Let that never happen to you tonight. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. When I went to my spiritual father, he blessed our family and he said, a season of the filling of the Holy Spirit is coming on you. A season of fire. A season that is going to burn your heart, burn your life and release it over the church and all the families who are watching tonight. May your heart burn for love for Jesus and one another in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Lift your hands. Receive it. Receive it. Stand up in your places. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Say, Lord, let my hearts burn with fire for you, Lord. I offer myself as a living sacrifice an altar to God thank you Jesus receive it tonight in the name of Jesus we pray Amen look at Galatians chapter 5 verses 4 Galatians chapter 5 and verse 4 Hallelujah you have become estranged from Christ you who attempt to be justified by law, you have fallen from grace. Uh, Galatians 5, 6 to 8. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but faith working through love. You ran well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? This persuasion does not come from him who calls you. There is one more pearl that is coming from the Bible. There are only two chapters in the Bible that has been dedicated only for that subject. One is faith. Hebrews 11 by faith. All the miracles happen by faith, by faith, by faith, by faith. And number two, 1 Corinthians 13, love. Love. Speaking about an entire chapter dedicated to love because faith will only work through love. And the greatest of these is that faith, love, faith and hope. But the greatest of these is love. Faith will work only in love. And you need to love to laugh. But faith also works only in the Lord. Not only joy will come, but faith also will work only in love. So love is like the foundation. You know, God put some certain things into my heart, but you know, what love is? What is God's love in us? When you're full of God's love, what happens? Number one, it is a six pack of a Christian life. Everybody say, love is the six pack, the six pack. of a Christian life. Go to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 17. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love. Amen. Hallelujah. AMPC is more beautiful. It says, rooted, grounded and secured in love. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through your faith and may you have been deeply rooted and securely grounded in love. Wow. It's a six pack of a Christian life. Whatever happens. You now I was just uh, 
speaking to the um, uh, Zoom meeting in Australia, New Zealand, you know, some of the people join every week. I was telling them, when you're secure, when you have a six-pack Christian love inside of you, people can hit at you, you can say love you. People can put you down, you can, you know what I'm saying? Have you gone to the gym and, you know, Instagram, you know, I've seen my, you know, some of my uh, the gym instructors, you know, they, 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 they take off their shirt and, you know, show their muscles on the, on the, on the ring and six pack. How does a Christian shows? Uh, by this that you will know that you are my disciples. By your love. You hit me, I love you. You speak bad about me, I love you. You backstab me, I love you. You throw stones at me, I love you. <laughs> you betray me, I love you. That's the six pack Christian. Come on, Jesus was a six pack Christian. That's why he said, Hallelujah. Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. He was basically extended a particular scripture in the Bible. When the Bible says, Peter said, how many times should I forgive a Christian? I mean, forgive my brother. And Jesus said, seven times 70. Which means, you will lose the count. <laughs> Certain people, you lose the count. Seven times 70. But the Bible there says, if anybody comes and asks for forgiveness, repents and come to you, then you forgive. So basically it says, if somebody doesn't come, you pray, Lord, let coals of fire come upon. So Jesus extended the knowledge and he went on to show by example. When I say seven times 70, what I'm trying to tell you is even if he does not ask you forgiveness, you still forgive him. Come on, that's greater love. Greater love, that is laying out. Even people would not ask you forgiveness, you still forgive him and treat him like a friend. Come on, treat him like he has done nothing to you. That's real, like that Jesus is treating you like nothing has happened. You lay with Bathsheba's wife, but he's treating you like nothing has happened because he said, I'm looking at you as a man after my own heart. Hallelujah, I've forgiven you. Oh, come on somebody tonight. As if nothing happened, only God's love can do that. Wow, wow, wow. Now you understand Romans 5 5. God has poured out His love into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. Wow. He shed abroad every emotions, every thought, every place. The love has come so much that my emotions are healed. My past is healed. My present is healed. My future is healed. Come on. The one who has hurt me is healed. The one who has hurt is healed. Wow. It's all healing happening because love never fails. The God kind of love. It's a six-pack of a Christian life. So secure. Number two, it's a fuel for your journey. Elijah was a man who was defeated 400 bales in the, when they brought the fire down. Somewhere, when he heard the voice of a puny Jezebel, a puny woman, the Bible says he got heard about it and he, he left his ministry and sat under a juniper tree with depression. Now today's Hamtum, his servant was there. His dabbe his juniper tree me So he said, servant, I don't want to party. It's, it's so ugly. It's, it's so bad. So you also go. I'll stay here. The one, I, the one person who came to support also says, get out. That's why when you're in depression, you know how people are in depression? They will ask people to get out who are trying to help them also. Tonight, may you be healed in the love of Jesus. Hallelujah. Victory by the blood of Jesus. It is the fuel. The moment he heard the voice of God, he ran. He continued. He went and anointed three more kings. Prophet and kings. Hallelujah. Praise God. He became stronger again. Hallelujah. Because it's a, it's, he, he, had, he had the grace to 
people impart that anointing in the double portion to the next generation come on all this happened because he heard the loving voice of the father the loving voice of God it is the fuel for your journey your journey will have an unnecessary pit stop if you don't hallelujah have the love of God flowing and flooding your life I command every unnecessary pit stop in depression in fear in hospital beds hallelujah in dark rooms and in suicidal thoughts I cancel it let there be no pit stops this year may you run come on for the glory of Jesus Christ it is a fuel for your journey Jesus could finish his work in three and a half years because he knew how much God loved him Paul in the storm he could still reach the shore I know who I believed Masek, Sardek and Abednego could jump into the fire they knew that God loved them more than the fire God love you more than the test that you're going through God love you more than the trial that you're passing you by come on God love you more than the hallelujah oh that impossible situation that you are in if you would just understand come on you will not leave you will not quit the impossibility will quit you It is the fuel for your journey. It is the high power to live in a nasty, ruthless, hard-hearted, betraying world. Look at somebody and say, love is, God kind of love is, the high power to live in a nasty, ruthless, hard-hearted, betraying world. You know why? Jesus could wash Judas' feet. Nasty. Can you imagine? He has raised him up as an apostle, trained him, gave everything. The most important thing that you hold on to, Jesus gave his Armani shoes. The entire, I mean, that, that was mine, okay? Don't, don't send a message saying, Pastor, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> but Jesus gave his entire money of the entire ministry. And what did he do? Nasty, ruthless. You're showing Jesus and said, you're kissing Jesus for people to betray him. Ruthless. On one side you're showing love, on the other side. Menai, menai. This guy. Ruthless. Trying to double cross the Savior. hard-hearted betraying world still Jesus washed that is the high power of a Christian life that is the power that God has given us that is the power when you walk in that power Ephesians 3 continues and say you walk in that love he is able to do exceedingly abundantly more than you can ask or think even imagine or dream because of this power that is working within our lives come on somebody you want to see Ephesians 3.20 walk in Ephesians 3.17 to 19 for the glory of Jesus Christ everybody remember how much how many times this person has hurt you Jesus taught us Forgive seven times 70. Which means so much that you lose your account how much you've forgiven him. That is Jesus' kind of power. Some people say, in 1929, before the war, before independence, you did this to me. Hallelujah. Number five. It is what gives you authority over the demons. Wow, wow. Love is what makes you different. Exorcism, deliverance happen only when you do it in love. Jesus is the Lamb of God who came to love, who came to offer sacrifice. 
that's why he's the lion of judah authority over the devil and principalities over death hallelujah you be the lamb first you have the innocence of the lamb you have the love of the lamb you have the love of jesus you can cast any devil any principalities over any nation and it will bow before you come on somebody hallelujah you are the lambs hallelujah child so you are the hallelujah lion's child too come on you are the child's offspring because the lamb's presence comes first you cannot be a lion that's why crushing is important look at somebody that's why crushing is important that's why people who really love you has to really crush you amen praise the lord hallelujah glory to god that's why husband and wife combination you crush each other so much wow hallelujah Number six, the greatest things happen in your love, in, in your life when you are walking in love, because love is the greatest. Great revival happens. The greatest of these is love. Great things happen in your love when you are walking in love. Revival, restoration. I will turn the hearts of the father to the children and children to the father when you are walking in love. Come on, you want family restoration? You want job restoration? You want financial restoration? Love. As a matter of fact, the first heal word healing is mentioned not for a physical healing but for an emotional healing people in the 15th chapter of exodus they were going through such hurt because there was no water and they complained and they cried and there was no water you brought us out of egypt there's no water they became bitter the bible says they messed up in their emotions in their mind and they were connecting to rather than to god's love they're connecting to what complain why you didn't love us why you brought us connected to questions and god said i'll show you how much i love you bring that bitter waters take a tree put it on the waters it's going to become sweet sweet experiences are coming in your mind over your way hallelujah because that tree was the cross of jesus christ come on somebody tonight your bitter waters god will heal you in your emotions first come on hallelujah when you know that he loves you your emotions become free i see many emotions tied up in oppression in 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 past hallelujah in offense tonight blessed be the name of the lord may you be released and loosed out of that i call for the river of healing to touch you and to heal you right now in the name of jesus jesus said offenses must come it will be there revival comes when you love number seven it is the keeping power in a lonely world there are times in your life you go through that lonely season and still you feel there is a great company around you that is the keeping power of God's love have you gone through that I've gone through that many times Jacob went through that there was a time in his life and his brother was after him and he does, he does not know who to talk to who will understand him he, I'm saying he is in that place that the Bible says even the two group of families he had both the wives could not understand him he kept them all aside hallelujah to the other side and the Bible says he experienced another group called, and he called that place Mahaniam because he said Mahaniam means two groups come on when you are in the loneliest spot of your life there is another heavenly group around you the Mahaniam the angels dancing around you hallelujah come on somebody tonight you might be feeling lonely upset tired hallelujah praise God shut up in the room hallelujah nobody to talk to nobody to understand but let me tell you there is a group of angels come on who's around you victory by the blood of Jesus hallelujah I told you the other day the man of God PG Varghese walking in that Kashmiri lane hallelujah when he was alone and when people said tiger attack at the age of 84 he was alone on that road and he was so scared to walk along because he could hear the voices of the tiger coming back, lurking around him. But God spoke to him and said, you have to go through that interior village where nobody dares to go. You have to go there and preach the gospel. One day's journey at the age of 84, man of God alone with a small knapsack and a tent started his journey at the afternoon. Hallelujah. Somewhere along the line, 
the apostle of India got scared and said Lord you know that I'm scared of tigers next is he close his eyes make the prayer open his eyes he is standing near the first house of that village God transported him come on hallelujah don't forget there is a heavenly hall just like Philip was transported to a shortest this man of God at the age of 84 opened his eyes and he's standing here one full day's journey God Ah, took care of it he transported it in a minute he reached them come on somebody this is not a story this is a hallelujah story told me told to be my my spiritual father who has got close association with him this is something that has happened hallelujah you have a company Nine, eight. It is the power to love and hate at the same time. Look at somebody and say, it's the power to love and hate at the same time. Why do I say that? When somebody hurts you, you have to separate the person and their actions. You hate their actions, but you love that person. If you bring both in the same thing, you will be offended. You will be drinking the poison that is bitten them to death and you're going to drink the same poison and die I've heard about people whose children have been murdered abused loving the people who are responsible for that you know why because God kind of love is flowing God's nature but they hated their actions they hated their actions Gladys Stain's husband was murdered for the gospel of Jesus Christ. She forgave the one who has murdered it. And somebody told me that person came to the Lord and given his life to Jesus. Husband lost, son burned in the fire. But I love to forgive. Basically, your forgiveness gives the Lord to do gives the Lord the authority to do what, whatever with that person as God decides. But at least loving him gives the Lord a chance to transform that person. Come on. That's why you love and hate at the same time. Because loving somebody who doesn't deserve it gives the Lord a chance on your behalf to change that person. Years back, Somebody asked uh, a man of God. My husband does not like to me going to a church. He very rude to me when I attend meetings. Can I, can I just leave him? Can I just leave him? He's very bad with me. He's behaving very bad. Can I leave him? He's not a, a man of God. So you love him. You love him. Now both of them are ministering together. Hallelujah. Because the unbeliever got saved because of the love of the believing wife. Somebody, somebody tonight. Hallelujah. Be involved with the people. Hallelujah. Especially family members. Hallelujah. They might not love you back, reciprocate back. They might be around, but that's not for you to cut them off. Don't cut them off. Be involved. Keep blessing. Nobody can tie your hand from blessing them. Keep blessing. Keep blessing. Keep blessing. So somewhere along the line, the chains are going to lose because love never fails. Come on, somebody tonight. There are going to be family salvations going to come into your homes of restorations because of your love you hate their actions you don't involve with their actions you love it is the power to give the Lord the vengeance the Lord said vengeance is mine I've not given it to you when you forgive somebody, it doesn't mean that Lord forget about everything. That justice is not done. No. Somebody is murdered, he will be taken into task. Somebody has lied, he will be exposed. That is God doing the vengeance. You love. God bringing justice to light. 
I've seen it many times in my life when I was no more. I tried my best to prove my innocence and when it didn't. Now I don't do that. Now I won't waste my emotions to that. I leave it to God. Because He said, vengeance is mine. You don't have to prove it to anybody. I will prove you. That's when I told you on Friday, your clout is with God. David and Saul, Abishai is telling David, hey, come on, David. It's the right time to kill him. What a spiritual friend he is. He did all these things. Such, such a spiritual advice. A friend in need is a friend indeed. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> David said, Amen, bro. We did it. You know, he almost said he took his knife and he was about to cut him. And the boy is inside. Do not touch the Lord's anointed. The vengeance is mine. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Open your mouth and say, the vengeance is mine. 11. It is the power to listen to your pastors than to your own self in a time of crisis. The power to listen and shed the ego. 2 Chronicles 20, 20. In a crisis, they listen to Jehoshaphat and the people listen to the prophet's voice. Hallelujah. It is the power to listen to your prophet in a crisis. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's the power to listen to your pastor in a crisis and to shed your own ego. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It's the power to thank everyone who helped you and who didn't. Because the one who helped you gave you a standing power in a crisis. You stood tall as if nothing happened. You thank the Lord. That's love. But thank the Lord, one who did not help you, he brought you to your knees. (laughs) Thank God for the one who chose not to help you because that showed you what a beautiful Savior you have. How many of you will thank the Lord for the one who helped you and the one who did not? Love is thanking the Lord who did not help you because it brought to your knees. Wow. I like that. And it's the power to remember who prayed for you and stood at the gap for you when you were in dire's need for your breakthrough. And it love is remembering them after your breakthrough. That is love. Many people want you for your breakthrough, but they forget you after the breakthrough. So that is love. God kind of love. Why love to love? I come back to Genesis 21.6. I come back to our thrust of the message. Genesis 21.6. It's a powerful word. And Sarah said, God has made me laugh. And all who hear will laugh with me. Sarah said, God has made me laugh. And all those who hear will laugh with me. Pastor told us this is the year of supernatural laughter. But you have to love. Sarah and Abraham had to love each other before they laughed together. Amen. Hallelujah. When things were not happening, when nothing worked, and and, and when God said, I will make you laugh, what did they have to do first? They had to love first. Abraham could have said and said, you are the reason that this happened to me. You called me and told me to sleep with Hagar, my maidservant, and I am in this place that I am no longer the favorite of God. You brought this to me. And Abraham could have been very egoistic, insensitive, and hard. He would have said, if I would have married someone else, this would not have happened. He could have said, now since you made me do it, Hagar is in my heart, not you. Could have been nasty. He did not say that. Or he could have said, okay, okay, let's, let's do it. But I don't love you anymore. Because God said, let's do it. Oh, there are some beautiful spiritual Christians like that. <laughs> I don't like it just because God said it. <laughs> Since I'm born in a Christian world, 
He didn't say that. Abraham was a man who put his heart always in the right place when it mattered. He put his heart to love. Sarai, Sarah, although her womb was as good as his death, and she had a laughter, a doubting laughter inside. He said, I'm going to <laughs> join with this grandma to bring the promises of God to pass. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Look at Sarai. She would have said, not only Abraham, I have my own set of complaints. What? I want to teach him a lesson. Because last time, when I really needed him, he offered me to Pharaoh and Abimelech. Okay, any man can make one mistake, but twice. And said, she's my sister and not wife. Because for his own safety. How dare you? When you, I needed you alone, you left me to Pharaoh. Now, I will show you. You need me? it for that go and call Hagar she could have said and the only time you wanted me is when you needed sex she could have said all that she didn't they chose to love each other to bring forth laughter love first laughter second love to laugh one of the lies of marriages, don't allow this lie into the marriage. One of the greatest lies of the marriage, even inside the churches, the enemy uses, you know, to sabotage your, your marriages that he will say that you should separate until you can work through difficult times. Never be deceived. Separation serves to hinder, not to heal. Your marriage is strengthened when you weather adversity together. Look at somebody and said, we can work this together. We can work through, we can work through it together. Look at Abraham, not only in his family, when people came, Abimelech's servants came to quarrel with him. Not once the Bible says, Abraham quarreled back. Abraham keep digging new blessings. Come on. Other people came to quarrel. Hallelujah. I'll show you. I'm also a I know. I know how to tell you a few things back. I know how to be more nasty. I know how to give. No, no. He didn't waste his time. Look at somebody and say, 2022 is not to waste time with stupid people and unforgiving people. He kept digging new wells. Come on. New blessings. Blessings began to overflow. Come on. Somebody tonight. Hallelujah. An overflowing cup. An overflowing blessing. Oh, you do not stop with laughter. Oh, he had wells to laugh, wells to rejoice. Oh, he was hallelujah, oh, digging wells for the next generation. Oh, we don't have time to waste over this. We have wells, revivals to dig for the next generation. Choice is yours. Waste your time or find another blessing. Look at somebody. Waste your time or find another blessing. Lot used him and left him, his own nephew. But he did not stop praying for him. Look at his vision for this family. He said, I will not give one person of my family to the devil. He still prayed for him. He did not say, hey, He did not say, you know, you left me and God. Get out of the cover, get out of the cover and see the seesaw. What a roller coaster you're going to do. He didn't say that. He still came into that place and prayed for that man. Wow. Oh, this is not easy, isn't it? This is not easy, isn't it? In other words, he said, I will not allow the devil to touch a person, his soul. Hallelujah. You know why he did that? Because he looked at in God's word and said, God said, you will be blessed and be a blessing. If ever lost, Lot lost his soul, the devil would have said, hey, God said you will be a blessing. You cannot even bless the person who walked with you for so many years. Come on somebody tonight. So he prayed. He prayed. And the Bible calls in the New Testament, he was the righteous Lot. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't it amazing? You can be a blessing. People who cut your call when you call them, you pray for them. <laughs> People who blocked you on phone, you pray for them. Oh my God. 
Pastor, you are taking it too far. But the love of God is too far. What to do? In Genesis 20, oh, this is what touched me. He was so weak to take a stand for his own wife. But God was not weak. God was not weak. Sometimes you cannot forgive yourself because you were too weak to take a stand for you. You really loved. But God was not weak. He stood for Abraham and he said, If you touch Abimelech, if you touch his wife, I'll kill you and your own clan because he's my prophet and this is my prophet's wife. Oh, come on somebody tonight. Oh. Hallelujah. So, this is a word that I claim for my family every day. I said, you touch. <laughs> Anybody you touch my wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you find difficult to find people's nonsense, a strong God will take a stand for you. Come on. Hallelujah. When you're too weak for the nonsense of the people, a strong God. First you have to love. God saw his love for his Sarah. God said, I'll take a stand this time. I'll protect you. I will guard your wife. God is telling somebody, he'll protect your spouse. He will guard your spouse. He'll keep her and him from harm's way. Thousands may fall at your side. Ten thousand at your right side. No premature death will come upon the one who you love. In the name of Jesus, I, I release the fear. You are of my fear tonight. Lift your hands and receive it tonight. In the name of Jesus. Can I say something more? He had to let go of Ishmael, his first son, because his wife said so. God said, do it. But he did not get lost in his emotions. Some people who are lost in their emotions are the people who easily get. You touch them, they get hurt. You tell something good, they get them. You don't something good, they get hurt. They easily. You can't help them. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Emotions need to be connected not to the one who has rejected you or to the present setbacks which will lead you to depression. Emotions should be secured in God's love. Pastor said, to know this, if he has placed his hand, it is a fixed deposit of help. He's not going to take that hand away from your life. He loves you. It's a fixed deposit. His help is a fixed deposit. You have to know that He's not going to leave you. Hallelujah. Don't allow your emotions to wander. Hallelujah. Praise God. It will lead you to depression. Don't allow your emotions to see. Hallelujah. You are as a grasshopper. Hallelujah. You are something small and something inferior. Come on. See something as the hallelujah. Mm. See in the, in the blueprint of God. See as the property of God. See as the redeemed of the Lord and say so. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the enemy will leave your life forever. They walked love together. Sarah had an opportunity to compare his husband with the two kings who she had to go. She said, look at those kings. I would have rather stayed there and to come back and live with you. She refused to say that. She did not envy. She did not compare her husband with them. That's why the Bible says in 1 Peter 3, she was a good woman. Only a one who has experienced God's love can be termed good. He did not be little, put her husband down in front of people, in front of herself, and broke him. It's a good woman. She did not blame him for his faults. Real love does not blame anyone, but trust God to change. Blame, continuous blame in your house is the presence of demons in your family. Tonight, the blame spirit, the demons, presence of blaming demons to leave your family and the church in the name of the Lord through the blood of the Lamb. Come on, through this word. May you be cleansed. May your family be cleansed tonight and may your home be set free from this blame game.
And the church said, Amen. Come on, hallelujah. I would have joyed. I would have rejoiced right away. They worked it together. When he did the greatest expression of his love for God was giving the first and the best to the Lord, the one-tenth. And Sarah did not say a word. They said, let's do it together. In the 22nd chapter, laughter came. The Lord told me, 2022, all those who have been faithful in your tithing, 2022 is yours. Come on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. 2022 is yours. 22nd chapter is going to be a reality. Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. What do you sing that song? Jehovah Jireh, my provider, his grace is sufficient for me. Can we sing together tonight? I feel God is releasing supernatural provisions over your life. Hallelujah. Houses that you have not built. Come on. Oh, houses that you have not furnished. Houses that you have not thought about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cars that you've not talked about. Blessings that you've not talked about. Children that you've not talked about. is entering your life in 2022. In the name of Jesus. Oh, my provider. His grace is sufficient for me. For me, for me. Jehovah Jireh. My provider. His grace is sufficient for me. My God shall supply all my needs According to His riches and glory He will give His angels charge over me Jehovah Jireh cares for me For me, for me Jehovah Jireh cares for me Amen So walk in love and God will take a stand So what did they do? They submitted to the God kind of love. What should you do today? Pastor, what should I do? Submit to this God kind of love. He gave his only son. The Bible says in Genesis 1, everything is after its kind. Everything that is born is after its kind. You come from God, you are his kind. One love. Certain families come from certain kinds. That's why they're, 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 they're nasty. They, they speak always negativity. They put people down because look at their kind. They come from that kind. Pastor told those kinds of kinds are broken. He reminded us in one of these weeks that kind of kinds are broken tonight in the name of the Lord. Whatever kind that you are coming from, oh, it has just not a power. But the Bible, Bible says in 1 John 4, now we are from God. You are a different kind. Oh, I call you different tonight. You, you are, your ancestors are different. You come from, you are the seed of Abraham. Come on, you have an Abraham kind of love. You have God kind of love through Jesus. Do we have seen Superman? Do we learn that song, Superman? Forgive my music ministry. <laughs> Hallelujah. You're a superman with this kind of love. He sent his only begotten son. He gave his only begotten son. Which means the expression of his love was that he gave. Don't keep professing love without an expression attached to it. Galatians 2, 20 and 21 he says I've been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live but Christ lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me who gave himself for you where there is love there is given giving what would have happened if the book of John did not have a chapter 21 John 20 ends with importance of believing in Jesus for true life it sounds like a conclusion to the book, but Holy Spirit gave another extension to that chapter and put chapter 21. After chapter 21, Peter, you see next in Acts of the Apostles chapter 1, speaking and preaching to the thousands of thousands. One chapter was added for that one man. Come on, look at the giving love of God. If it was not for chapter 21, Peter would have been known forever as one who left Jesus, who backslidden, who cursed himself, denying the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the, because the last time we have seen or heard, we see him denying the Lord. Come on somebody tonight. Even today in the media or other public platform, we see people are showcased. 
He tends to pe- show people's mistakes, failures and shortcomings. But this evening, I'm not preaching a God who is showcasing your faults. Come on. Who is showcasing the times that you have made a mistake. Who is not publicizing your faults and mistakes. But the Lord who covers and comes searching for the very people who have denied Him and turned their backs to Him. That is the God kind of love. May that kind of love tonight fill your life. Don't publicize people's mistakes but cover it. Hallelujah. I close my word with this word. 1 Corinthians 13. It's not Love is not conceited arrogant inflated with pride it is not rude unmannerly and does not act unbecomely love god's love in us does not insist on its own rights own way not self-seeking it's not touchy or fretful or resentful it takes no account of the evil done to it it pays no attention to a suffered wrong ampc bible that is god kind of love hallelujah love of Abraham and Isaac. They did not find fault with each other. They did not record their wrongs because of what happened. Laughter came. In the year of laughter, love to laugh. God bless you. Let's close our eyes in prayer.